Welcome, everyone, to the Crit Rate Podcast for Wednesday, January 10th. This is episode 75, and I'm your host, Justin Skirbo. Today, I'm joined by Liz Caetano. Hello. And Justin Chow. Justin Chow is here. Here we are. Hello. The whole podcast. Yeah, minus one. Minus one. Mm. Sad. Apparently, Alex is doing well out there, getting comfortable. So, Did we go over in the previous podcast what he would be doing and what mm. he was we did. We did, right? Uh, yes, we said he was moving away, had a new job, and at a new location in Vermont, I think we discussed. Yes. Location. Yes, yes. So, he will be back. It's going to yeah. take some take some time reacclimating and all that. But, but the technology exists. We can definitely make this happen. <laughs> I don't think it's impossible, guys. Yeah. Put ourselves exactly. together, add a little AI. I hear that's really hot right now. We could probably figure it out. Yes. Dude, I bet if we fed all the podcasts into an AI <laughs> and then ask the our... AI to be Alex, like it totally could figure it, it out. It could definitely do that. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be super. 100% bad. it could figure it out. Alex, if you're listening, we could probably just make you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you are now obsolete. Your cable's a little taut there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Okay. It's, I, I'm just. I fear that it would pop out, and I was like, "Oh, I, I don't want that to happen." Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're here with a new episode, uh, second of the new year, but we're not saying Happy New Year's because we're done with that. We're done with that. Yeah, uh, the time has passed. Yo, know, how long do you usually say it for? The first week. I think you give it that first yeah. week. Seven days. And then seven it's days. Done. That's it. That's yeah. what you get. Seven if you days. haven't seen somebody yet, and then you just see him. Nope, you you lost eh, your chance. Yeah, no, I think you can still say it. I right? think if it's the fifteenth and you haven't seen somebody, I like the sentiment of just being excited that everybody's starting fresh, and it's yeah. like, are you excited too? Happy New Year! Right? If you yeah. like, if like you haven't been back at work yet, and you go back I, to work on the tenth. That's right. Then that's acceptable. There, to there say, were certain coworkers that I haven't seen yeah. until this week, and I did kind of just, I did just kind of burst. It's fast January tenth. Yeah. Take that shit, shove it. <laughs> I'm playing for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like brush past it with some people where I'm just like, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, whatever. Yeah. How are you, how are you doing? Good? Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's just pleasantries. They're are terrible anyway. Yeah. It's hilarious that <laughs> whenever that. I ask, so what you, would you guys end up doing for New Year's? And it's always like, oh, we, don't, we don't do anything. We didn't, I didn't even see the ball drop. I'm just like, am I this old now? Is that what's happening? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't see the ball drop. We didn't do it. Jason and I built a clock. That's what we did. That's cool. Um, I mean, that's. That we makes were like, sense. we have to do something. So we were like, all right, what what can we do? We we should, do? I was like, we should play a game or something. And he said, we have this. We bought this clock forever ago. It's a wooden clock that you like. The like the laser cut. Yes, that you cut. put together yourself, and we've had it for so long. And so he was like, this is what we should do tonight. You're <laughs> like, we're done at eight. Well, I guess we'll go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> we did not finish it. It took us two nights. Oh. <laughs> we went out to dinner that night with uh with the with the boy, and it went very well. And that was like, okay, we made it through dinner. Everything is fine. Everyone goes to sleep. <laughs> it's 930. I, yeah. I feel for the people who work on New Year's Eve. Like, I feel like that kind of sucks. I mean, probably definitely. Yeah. Like at the restaurant? Yeah. Or at a place like a bar where people are paying to be there and it's super crowded and everybody's like super sloshed. And yeah, you're the guy or gal who's just kind of like serving drinks or cleaning up. And you're like, this is how I'm ushering in the new year. Who am I kissing? I think that maybe <laughs> nobody. <laughs> I think that's maybe that's true. Like every Saturday, if you work at a bar, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so they're probably used to it. But this is a special Saturday. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It's an especially annoying time. Yeah, <laughs> that is for sure. And it's uh, it's an interesting time that we're in as well, just because like I feel like there's not enough news to really satisfy the news cycle yeah the mm. world is that transition is elegant i tried to make an elegant it's transition pretty, yeah, no, it was pretty, pretty good. good okay 
so there's not that much news that's going on. I kind of pulled a few pieces that we'll get into. We'll talk a little bit about Nintendo. We'll talk a little bit about Xbox. And surprise, we'll talk a little about PlayStation. <laughs> um, but before we get into all that, what has everybody been playing? Liz, why don't you start us off? Um, Pretty much all I've been playing is Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Actually. I mean, it's not much else. Right? There's not much else to play I've, right now. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, there's definitely a lot to play, but... Yeah, yeah you I know. got I, a fan. I, 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 <laughs> but Baldur's Gate has been the only, like, focus, I suppose. Yeah, so I played a little with Alex yesterday, so checked in on him. We had a bit of a hiatus because Alex was moving, and we were all kind of busy with that, actually. Yeah, right. All of us. Um, we packed up now? his entire... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You've played a bunch. Like, I mean, are you past Act 1? Uh, we're right at the end of Act 1. Okay. Like, we have, like, maybe a few other things, a few side things to do, but we should move the story along, I think. The game is packed with a lot of details yeah. and a lot of things to do, and uh, we don't always do them. Instead, we ruin them. But, I mean, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a lot in that game, and but it's weird. I like because, that, like, you know? But yeah, I and do... you, gotta be, you gotta be okay. I, I am at peace with the decisions I make yeah. in life and in video games. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying the Generally. Piece. Every now and then we restart it because, like, a mistake, you know? we forgot to i don't know do something or we accidentally hit the wrong button i accidentally canceled my concentration a couple times that's it, annoying there's <laughs> been there's been times where it's just like oh we did this thing where we either saved or like allied with these types of people to take on this enemy and then suddenly we take out the enemy and then for some reason the people that we allied with are now our enemies and it's yeah. because some weird button that we pressed and then we make a decision of whether or not we should restart or not. And then we're like, oh, when's the last time we saved? That's too far. Looks like they're our enemy now. I'm we sorry. We did not restart. We're like, yeah, let's just kill them. Mm. They but were it, slave traders. They were bad people. I don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were bad people. But it has been good. Have you been playing yeah. anything else besides Baldur's Gate on the side? Uh, no. I still haven't finished Jusant. I have to. Jusant. Yeah. Mm. Alex, so Alex and I played Baldur's Gate last night and... Alex was knew that there was a boss coming up because he's played before, so we like went to go beat it and we died. Oh, so right. we cool. effectively accomplished nothing yesterday. <laughs> awesome. So just to check in with Alex. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So when you rejoin us, we will have to redo that fight. It was okay. very difficult, and I, I, I don't know how we're gonna beat it. Honestly, All right. I'm excited about it. We'll see. Um, on the other Summon side, a lot of stuff maybe. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, oh, that sucks, redoing all that stuff. Um, we tried to blow the horn. It doesn't work because we killed that ogre. That's hilarious. <laughs> so we were that desperate. <laughs> for anybody listening right now, there's a, a part where you apparently uh, can ally with, <laughs> with ogres. And uh, I think we killed the ogres and stole the horn, not knowing what the horn was about. And yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to blow the horn and the ogres will like come help mm. you later in the game. Um, but we murdered that ogre, so yeah. now no. <laughs> or trolls, maybe nice. they were trolls. Those decisions that you make. So yeah, we were like, oh, we're desperate, quick, blow the horn. And nope. then we got a little pop-up that said like, dead ogres can't help you. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's awesome. wow, that's actually kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were totally rubbing it in our faces. <laughs> yeah, you blew it. You could have had something. Yeah, you blew it, it did the whole thing too. Like I hit the button and it like the sound blew and then it was like. It was like a cutscene and everything. It wasn't a cutscene, but a, the pop, then pop, the like message message came up. Yeah, it was that's like, funny. That's <laughs> you awesome. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. So um, now I'm gonna sell that horn. <laughs> on the uh, on the side of Boulder's Gate, uh, my sister has been getting really into Doctor Mario. Yeah. And so this is my introduction to Doctor Mario as well, like competitively. Yeah. And it's just an inf- it's like good. It's interesting. It's just in my head, I feel like it's like a 
an inferior Tetris. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's kind of like Super Puzzle Fighter, right? It's different. Super Puzzle Fighter is, I would say, even a little bit more complicated than Dr. Mario. Dr. Yeah. Mario is a lot like Panel Day Pond, where it's like, you know, or not Panel Day Pond, uh, like Puyo Puyo, where you're trying mm-hmm. to like create combos yeah, Puyo, and things Puyo. like that. Um, but, I feel like- but it does have a more like finite scale. It's like you're, you're killing the viruses. Like that's what you're supposed right. to do. First one to kill the viruses wins. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, as Mario as a doctor, his solution is just keep throwing pills down. Just yeah. more pills. <laughs> yeah. It'll eventually get it. It's funny, though, because we did look up uh, professional, like, pro-level, high-level Dr. Mario play. Yeah. yeah. It's not as interesting as you would think. Like, I thought they would be they would be doing, like, some crazy stuff. Not like, like Tetris. Pro-level Tetris players, yeah. Pro-level Tetris players are on another level. It's, yeah. They have so many different tactics to it. I feel like Dr. Mario is a little bit more linear, but it, it was interesting to, like kind of dive into it i'm kind of getting into the puzzle genre a little bit more like yeah. i used to have this game on the snes called um which i kirby's avalanche yeah throw. that's penalty pun Pen- uh, oh, so uh for everybody listening right now justin has just thrown me tetris and dr mario so tetris dr mario is probably like and i might this is a super yeah. nintendo game i i would probably be biased in saying that it's the best one but that mostly comes from ali's uh point of view yeah so what's cool about this is and i think it it complements dr mario because it doesn't treat it like the main thing so basically the way the versus mode works and that is like you're it's 1v1 Mm -hmm. and you have to clear a game of dr mario first like there's two minutes on the clock right so you have to clear a game of like clear all the viruses in dr mario as fast as you can and then with whatever time's remaining it switches you over to tetris and then you just score attack tetris for the remaining time oh interesting so it's almost like you have to get through the barrier that is dr mario before you like really slam the points in in tetris it's a really cool thing but it's classic tetris so there's no holding or ghost drops or anything like that oh yeah i don't know something about like man something about dr mario my brain just doesn't understand yet because i haven't been able to like whittle down all the viruses yet it's just it's interesting but i am a little bit more interested in these like competitive puzzle games now i feel like they've sparked a very interesting and scratching a very interesting like itch in my brain yes but you're playing kirby's avalanche now uh, I used to play it back in the day, and I don't think I ever really understood how to play that game. And now I'm gonna like kind of attack it and like yeah. see. Oh, Kirby's okay. Avalanche is Puyo Puyo. It literally is Puyo Puyo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, then it's, it's literally. I don't need to play it anymore. Puyo Puyo I figured it out, guys. <laughs> we figured it out here on this podcast. Did you ever play Super uh, Puzzle Fighter? No. Oh my Puzzle God, Puzzle is Fighter is cool, but so it's also great. very hard. I find that game Puzzle to be like Fighter. deceptively complicated at high levels. Really. Yeah, because yeah, it's like I mean, we're playing the fun levels. Yeah, if you're, yeah. If, you're, if you're playing for fun, it's cool because you're, it's essentially like you have two Street Fighter characters. Yep, yep, yep. And as you clear Saving combos of higher and higher value, right? Like you mash a bunch of the same colors together, mm. it will fuel your character to do a special attack, like a Hadouken oh, okay. or a Shoryuken or whatever, yeah. and it Thank will you. deplete the health. I see. Uh, so, I see. No, like so it drops. So it drops those blocks yeah. that you see there. I'm seeing them. That like have they have a number on them and it starts at five and it drops them and there's like kind of nothing you can do to get rid of those blocks uh-huh. until that number hits one. Uh, yeah, zero. until it hits zero. And then when it hits zero, they just become regular blocks again. And then like each character has a different drop pattern. Mm-hmm. So then you could and the goal is to get a bunch of chains. So if you set it up in a way that like you're gonna explode, like you you can't clear those blocks yet until they turn into regular blocks but if you set it up so that they're ready to clear as soon as they turn like you mm. can set up 
massive combo. So you can like be winning this whole time and sending tons of blocks over the other person, and then they can like counterattack very well. Yeah, so it's anybody's game, kind of the whole game. That's kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> okay, I'd be down to try that. Yeah, it is. It is very fun. Yeah. What was your experience with with Puzzle Fighter? When did you? When did you jump into that? Oh, uh, I was a kid. Whenever it came out, um, that's a, I think that's PlayStation a PS two. That's PS one thing. I played it on PlayStation two though. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Who are you playing with it mostly? I don't know. Uh, my sister, my brother, and then anybody who came over to our house <laughs> to play. Were it, they any much. good? Um, Were you good? I was pretty good, but Katie was pretty. Yeah, Katie was okay. She wasn't so great. I was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fairly certain Puzzle Fighter was not on PS two. It was a PS one game. Yeah, but I think. I yeah. had like I played it on my PlayStation Two. I gotcha. don't like it was back. Yeah, I don't mean like I had the PlayStation Two. Liz, I'm not sure. Yeah, if you know yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you no, no. I, I'm. This is for my own sanity. Yeah. Well, we also played Turbo, which I think was the second one. Which Super I don't know. Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. It looks like yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was PlayStation One game. Yeah. I would recommend in Puzzle Game World Tetris Attack. Tetris Attack is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably my favorite. Uh, classic puzzle game mm-hmm. there are other games this game goes by many names in japan it's called panel de pan this the first one that came out was called tetris attack in the u.s and then uh pokemon puzzle league on the n64 is the same game um but it's really cool it's a uh, it's a matching game where you have two blocks you move them horizontally and you create combos of like three or more but then if you like swap two and you get six or like you get two fives and you get ten it's like yeah, and you send like junk blocks to your uh, to your opponent. It's only a one v one game. You can't play solo. Interesting. So this box that so Scrubber just showed me the Super Nintendo <laughs> box. Pulling out other boxes. Uh, yeah, he's got every game physically. Oh. In yeah, I mean, how this would, how would you play these games? Uh, so b- I think both of those games are on uh, Nintendo Switch Online right now. So yeah. if you're if you have the Super Nintendo app, is this the typo on the box? When s the last time you had a Tetris attack s instead of when is just the letter s it's missing an i or either like maybe it's missing an apostrophe maybe right. it's supposed to be when's the last time anyway that's that more sense that's one and then two is so when s the it's big space between the n and the s <laughs> oh i see i'm, lo- mario I'm looking here. up the box right now yeah yeah so tetris attack is themed after mario yeah the Tetris sensation has landed at Yoshi's Island. I was like, oh, okay. So, but yeah, there's, there's nothing in, that shows. There's intended to be a uh, apostrophe there. Uh, interesting. Mm. Is there not there's an apostrophe? A there's, not, there's not an apostrophe <laughs> there. There's really not an apostrophe? No. no. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I just saw another box variant that doesn't have the apostrophe. Weird. Misprints. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this one's worth thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's even got the plastic wrap. Bada bing, bada boom. It's funny. Justin the Collector. Anyway, fascinating. I would recommend those. So if you're on like Nintendo Switch Online, like check out the Super Nintendo one because there's some Don't good check out any of that and play Resident Evil 4. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you should also do that. Yeah. So I would, I'd recommend that as well. That's a puzzle, that that's a puzzle game. The inventory system, you know. <laughs> now you can just auto sort the inventory system. It's yeah. funny. It's a puzzle. Where's that button? It's R3. I think I've already yeah. said this, but... Whenever I have spare time, the only thing that my brain goes to is just like, yeah, I'll curl up to a little Baldur's Gate right now. It'd be cool. Let's see what the guys are doing. Let's play a little Baldur's Gate. Mm. But otherwise, it is sitting. I mean, I'm not sure. You guys came over the other day. It is on your desk. It is sitting there there. staring at me. I'll play it. Anyway, let's move on. Justin, what are you playing, dude? Not. What is your list of games? Not much different, actually. I've really, since since last week, I've only played 
uh, Star Ocean second story R, wow. which is continues to be very fun. I think I'm in the last third of the game. It's long. Like, it's a yeah. long game. Um, and I mistakenly uh, started it. I kind of knew, but I wasn't sure exactly how much of an investment it was going to be. But it actually requires two playthroughs for the Platinum, which sucks. Um, you, there's, like, two main characters, like the guy or the girl. And it's like, it, you have to start the game as both. So I'm not sure how far into the second playthrough you need to get with, this, with the second character. But I'm... Di- probably not going to do that right now um i could definitely do it again later because the game is fun like it's right. really it's really cool the battle system super interesting and it's gotten progressively more complex the further into the game i've gotten like i'm very far at this point like max out all of my characters. there's eight characters in my party like it's wow and i didn't even get them all like you can't get all of them in one playthrough i think there's six or not 16 i think there are uh 14 playable characters in the game okay um which is awesome. And based on like your decisions and who you feel like interacting with and stuff, it will determine like who's in your party. Um, but yeah, I mean, the game is really cool. I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, I did pick up a game called Signalis because it was on sale this past week. Signalis? It is a PS1 graphic style survival horror game about this girl in space. Mm. Uh, we talked to our friend Jared Avalanche Reviews about it. Yeah. And it, it looks uh, it looks good. It's uh, apparently it's very good, and it, I've been it's sort of been on my radar because it's very Resident Evil, like yeah. old school Resident Evil style. It's been on my radar for a while, and it was on sale for like, like thirteen bucks. So I was controls. like, yeah, I, I mean, I hope so. But yeah, it was on sale for like thirteen bucks. So I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, I'll scoop that up for now. Um, Sorry, what did you get it on? PS Five. Um, hmm. But yeah, so thinking about that, and really just kind of like hanging tight until. Last of Us next week. So Last of Us Part 2, PS5 version, drops next week. And then February, uh, Revision. <laughs> you are going to get that? Yeah. You, you... Yeah, it's only, it's like, it's a, basically, oh, it's, a, a, it's like a you $10. You are going to play. It, yes. I am $10 going to upgrade? It's a $10 upgrade if you have a PS4 version, yeah. I'm not going to buy the whole thing again. No, I wouldn't spend another 70 bucks on it. you replay it? But for 10 bucks, I'd replay it, yeah. Because it's probably going to look and play great. I'd like zero interest in replaying that game. I don't have zero interest. Because also, it would be nice to have... Context? A refresher. Just for the HBO I, show? Exactly. I know. I, because they just have it. And so like, I, I would have... I kind of would have liked to have had the refresher on the first game before I watched the first season. See, that's what I did with Bless Us Part 1. And but I don't want to play it like right before it comes out. So like, if exactly. I played it like you know, in the next few months, then it'd be like, it would be fresh enough in my brain that like more, I feel like I would remember more, but it wouldn't be like, Oh, I just watched this. Now I have to watch it again. My thing is I could beat last of us two in a week. I bet bet they're thinking a lot of people are thinking that. I I bet they are definitely. I know for sure that I could beat last of us part two in a week. I could definitely do that. And now I think on a second playthrough, my expectations will be totally regulated because I remember being like a little taken aback when you start playing as Abby, because I thought the game was over at that point. So like yeah, spoilers for anybody who is looking forward to the master. They just announced that there's a character named it's over, Abby. man. <laughs> yeah, spoiled. But yeah. Uh, I mean, even the beginning. Yeah, it was all like a shock. <laughs> the yeah. whole game. So there's part of me that's like, like, I can't when, believe we're doing this to me, bro. When, we, <laughs> when Ellie got killed. Yeah. Like when bad. we played through, <laughs> when we played through that game, it was like I felt like I was so like focused on just getting through it because I didn't want the game to be spoiled for me. Which, by the way, and I'll just like sidebar this, just randomly scrolling through like YouTube shorts the other day and the 
what I assume is the major story beat of God of War Valhalla, 100% spoiled for me. Like, oh. totally passerby, I flicked a thing, and I saw two seconds of this video, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, I was That's very upset worst. by that. It's okay because it's interesting enough where I, now I'm actually more compelled to play it. <laughs> it's but, interesting, right? But I kind of hate that I saw that. And if you guys remember, the exact same thing happened before Ragnarok came out. Where I was like, oh yeah, was like we just started playing Ragnarok, and I was scrolling through YouTube reels, and I saw like one of the final bosses, just like it passed her by. Uh, what the fuck is with people? Like, yeah. why are you doing this stuff, man? My, my, uh, man, I'm glad my reels and YouTube shorts. I like get very, I get very little like new video game stuff. Good, it's terrible. It's a minefield, yeah. man. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so. Star Ocean. Hopefully, I'll finish that before Last of Us. Last of Us, a week to finish that, and then Persona Three, first week of February. Was long though. Last was, it was part like two. Twenty five hours. It was. I think it was longer than twenty five hours. You think so? I think when you were playing as Ellie, I was like getting to hour twenty, and I was like, "Oh, the game's almost over." And then it was like, it's like "Psych, yeah. double game." Actually, there's another twenty hours. And then you get I, to I think the end it was of Abby, like, and it's like, "Psych, you're going back again." I like yeah. I. I, I I mean, I can check again, but I remember it being surprisingly long to the point where it was overstaying its welcome a little bit. You're probably uh, right, yeah, actually. Because you're I think well, you are right. That feeling set in when you start playing as Abby, like almost immediately, because you're playing from the very beginning again. I kind of like, I also section... thought like I was going to play for Abby for like five hours, and it was like a, the literally double the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. And I feel like I kind of had a bad attitude about it when I was playing it. Not that I wasn't enjoying myself, but just that it was like misaligned with my expectations so i feel like my whole perception of it was a little weird but i feel like now oh no you're right it's about like i feel like it could be anywhere could between it, 20 yeah. to 40 if you hours. were just doing the main objectives it takes about 24 hours in length okay if you're doing 100 percent, it'll take 42 hours so maybe that's why i remember it being so long i'd probably and this is because i was we were probably playing it the way you play a yeah. game the first time and it t- probably took us about 30 hours and playing through this time i would probably try to get the platinum in. i have a question for you guys yeah, yes. this person, 30 hours, yeah. Does knowing, 20 and 30. Does knowing the length of a video game before starting a game spoil a little bit of it for you? No. Not at all? No. So, like, on the Crit Rate website, yeah. if we were to have parts of, you know, you know, the game pages to say how long a game would typically take you to beat, like, when browsing a game, like, would that be useful to people? I think it. I think it's, yeah. It's, it would it's no. I think it would spoil some games. Yes, I think I think it's not something that like The Last of Us would spoil. Yeah, the Last so, of part some two. people don't want to know right away. It's like yeah. looking at the 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 seek bar on like uh I don't know I'm just gonna make like a tennis match <laughs> and you're like yeah. oh we're at you know two sets he could win it in the next set yeah but there's also but there's like three hours left. Oh, yeah exactly yeah and it's that's like well he's point. obviously not gonna lose yeah yeah this yeah. happened to me. On another game I played recently where I was like, I think I'm at the end. And it keeps telling me I'm at the end. But I really feel like this isn't the end of the game. Like, uh, it really seems like there's other stuff going on. And I'm like, I'm seeing a lot more trophies in the, like, story section. And I just, like, am I, should I be doing all this stuff? And I, I I would say for (laughs) me personally, I don't think it affects the experience negatively. I actually prefer knowing yeah. Because then I can like know what my level of investment is going I to be. And I think there's value there. Okay, so yeah, but question. I feel like you like also like to min max your time. Well, that that's the other thing. It's like because I'm churning so many games, it's like I need to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to tee them up correctly. Like I knew yeah. I needed to start Star Ocean before the end of December, or I would never play it because like 
I am certain that when Persona 3 comes out, that's going to be a 100-hour RPG, yeah. for sure. Oh and it's like, thank God that comes out alongside uh, Helldivers, because then they hopefully, <laughs> provided all things go well, I could play Persona up until that point, and then play them in tandem, and then hopefully finish Persona before Final Fantasy VII comes out, which is... Next month, by the way. So, like, the oh idea, my god, it's next month. The idea about you just got really. Happy. We know. Yeah. I, 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 really happy. See, Thank you for doing that. You need to play before Final Fantasy. Oh, you got to play Intergrade, bro, dude. I, I did. I already beat. The oh, you did. Yeah, oh, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. That's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. I will. Okay, so one, I hear what you're saying uh, about like it could be possibly spoilery, but then it's also good because like we do live in an era right now where there are just too many games. Like it kind of yeah. there's just so much content and a lot of it is worth playing and i know for myself right now i look down the barrel of like probably somewhere in the ballpark of like three to four hundred hours of games that i just don't know where i'm gonna slot that into my life and i really want to and it might just be me watching videos on it and that's that makes me very sad yeah but with that said like I think there is some value in like seeing like how much of a commitment it is. So maybe like on the website we think yeah. about adding we'll, something. We'll scroll that one away. We'll scroll that one away. Maybe like a like a hot meter of like how much commitment this is gonna take. Yeah. But we'll think about that later. Yeah. So anyway. persona on how long to beat says this, the main story is gonna take sixty five hours. Persona three. Persona three. Persona Sorry. three. Reload. Where do they get these numbers already? These are the original games. Oh okay. Yeah. So the original games are to complete. Completionist 120. is 120 hours. Yeah. So if you're looking you're looking at a game just called Persona 3? No. I'm looking at the PSP version. Oh, okay. So that that's even more. So now you got to I mean, up. I'm assuming that that is probably No, because that game removed all of the walking from the game. So there's no open world traversal. Oh, on you're PSP literally one. just selecting menus. Yes. Wow. So, wow. so what you'd want to check is Persona Three Fez. Persona Three F. That's 136 F-E-S. hours to complete. There you go. So that's there's at least <laughs> there's 50 there's hours of walking. <laughs> yeah. in that game. I, I assume the most recent version would be the most similar to what's going to come out. <laughs> Apparently not. Nope. That's crazy. I mean, I'm hoping it'll be truncated. Yeah, that's maybe be, a little that's, bit. Well, mm. don't you think? I mean, I can't really guess because Persona 5 was like, I don't even 120 know. 120 to 140 hours. That was a long-ass game, and I was over it by the end. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely half over it by that point. Yeah. Like another dungeon. What? Who is this extra character? I don't, I, need her. You know I don't many, even have enough time to understand. You know characters yeah. I fought in that last dungeon? Zero. Yeah, I, I used r- every yeah. smoke bomb to get through that thing. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I can't. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I hear you. Um, I'm excited about Persona. Are you excited about Persona? I am. I haven't really thought about it much, but when you mentioned Final Fantasy and Persona, I forgot that. And also Helldivers. We were talking about that earlier. Do you know why Persona 3 is so interesting to me? Why? I watched a review for Persona 3 Fez on uh, X-Play in like 2004. (laughs) You know, like it was a long time ago. And I remember like... That was the first Persona game I had ever seen. I had never played a Persona game before then. Um, and when they were showing me the battle system, it was very provocative because, like, provocative. Well, because the way that so in <laughs> it's not often how you so, game battles. Yeah. So in Persona Five, when you activate your Persona, you are removing a mask. You take a mask off, and like that's how your Persona comes out. In Persona Three, the characters shoot themselves in the head. 
like with a gun. Like they oh take out God. a gun and shoot themselves in the head and then the persona comes out. Mm. And oh I my saw God. that and I saw that in the game and I was That's like so violent. I was like that like what? I was like how could that be okay? That's like definitely provocative. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like that's just super strange and weird and like I don't know, I'm kind of interested in like what are the characters talking about when they're shooting themselves in the head multiple times throughout the game? Like the first time they activate their persona, they have to shoot themselves in the head. Like what is that story? Like what, how are, are they all like really, are they like all kind of emo characters? I don't know. (laughs) Are they all like, I mean, shoots himself in the head. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, I don't get it. And then when I saw the trailer for persona three reload, it's like way more over the top now. Like, it, I, I don't know. So I'm You're putting it like in their mouth. Like no, I, I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't Jesus, see that. They, it seems like they are shooting themselves on the side of the head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would. Yeah, and then they, they they get the anime surprised eyes when they do. Yeah, <laughs> and their pupils get all small. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just it's a provocative thing, and I was like, I'm curious to see how this is all contextualized in a way that makes sense. Yeah, because like ripping off a mask just seems very like anime logic you know what i mean even even persona really, 4 just, it's I mean, like shooting yourself persona in the head 4, this I don't is wild happened. oh they they like crushed the card or whatever in front of them like in persona 4 in persona 4 don't yeah they? it was the cards they have like the the tarot card and yeah. i think they like crush uh, it in their hand and like that's how the persona comes out the mask makes sense because you're literally tearing off a persona you yeah know? like that's kind of but that's cool. what i mean it's like oh, anime weird. logic it makes sense but to shoot yourself in the head is like that's <laughs> That's just kind of different. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. When we were in Japan, I feel like maybe that there's like something about that that's like edgy and cool. All I know know is I'd like to find out. I'd like to know more. So this this game (laughs) has intrigued me since 2004 when I saw that first game review. Does that make sense contextually in the story or do they just... Yeah. I literally don't know. Is it just like, this is what you do? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just excited that it looks like Persona 5, but like you know a different persona and that's why i'm excited about the game i kind of just want to listen to the soundtrack to be honest with you is it gonna be as good as persona 5 no but i bet you it'll be uh somewhere in the ballpark if persona 5 is s tier i expect it to be at least a tier yeah um so yeah but okay anyway we've got a few news topics moving on thanks for hanging with us listeners i looked at the spoilers to see you just spoiled the game for you right now. It happened right now. It did. As I was looking up the 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 gifts or whatever, the, the images, yeah. what something came up. Okay. <laughs> See? And and then I and then you find the end of God of War Valhalla. You do. And it's like great. But I'm yeah, I'm, I'm I can't, I don't have an extra hundred and thirty six hours to devote to that. I don't yeah. think so. I don't think any of us do. That's but, true. But here we are. <laughs> you know? I All can't right. force it to happen. Yeah. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six news topics so of week. varying degrees of interestingness well there's really not much to discuss with some of these things All right. so i'll try to go from what seems like the least conversational to the most conversational so the first thing that came up that seemed interesting was uh you know the game immortality that went up for like a bunch of uh awards on the game awards i think it's made by the same people that did like her story it's like a like a sorry real. Is that the VHS like uh, d- yeah investigation? Uh, That's what her story was. But this one is also yeah. like a live action sort of storytelling narrative driven thingy. Like uh, choose your own adventure options. Menus, yeah, but it was highly videos. acclaimed and got very very good reviews. But uh, the news is it's coming out on PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about. I'm like, there's enough interest in that game where I would probably I'm. 
gravitating towards playing it. Okay. Yeah. It seems very different yeah. and yeah. unusual, unique. Could be cool. Are you looking it up right now, Liz? Can you give us a synopsis? Yeah, sorry. The, uh... Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, I'm not getting a, a plot synopsis. Okay. It seems like it's very similar to uh, her story. You yeah. find secret footage. Yeah. Of different things, and you're trying to solve some sort of mystery. Yeah, so what is that? So, but I'm curious because aren't the, in the other games, don't you like type out what you're trying to look for? No, so that that one you just kind of like put certain, uh, at least her story, you were like putting tapes in a certain order to help understand like the progression of events. Okay. This says uh, much of the plot is shown yeah, through similar, it seems like. secret footage the player reveals through manipulating footage from films, TV interviews. Uh, because of this, the plot is progressive and non-chronological, broken narrative format, and the synopsis follows a chronological order. Okay, so it, it is basically the same as her story. But it was reviewed super well. What's that? <laughs> we were looking at the same thing. Oh, cool. Um, but it was reviewed super well, and I'm interested in it. So that's coming to PS5. So if you're interested in that game, there's another way to play it. Mm. Frankly, I'm still waiting for Vampire Survivors to come out on PlayStation 5, and hopefully that happens yeah. sometime soon. All right, game's old now. Yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> you can play that right now for free say, on Xbox. <laughs> I actually no, put money into that game. I'm like wow. not subscribed to Game Pass. Game Pass. I anymore. should really cancel that. I haven't turned on my Xbox on for so long. I might yeah. be just going I think straight into garbage. Expired. Yeah, that's why I just get the the one or like three month gift card, which is honestly a really good idea. You know, yeah. it's just easier. Yeah. Um, okay, so I can play. Uh, what do you want to call it? The rhythm I'm game, High Five Rush. Yeah, right. Fire Rush. Yeah, there you go. That's on my back burner. On your backlog? Yeah, backlog. Uh, That's the word, not back burner. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I mean, that's on my both backlog kinda... list. As far as game release stuff that's been announced or is going to be announced, we basically got a soft lock on Metal Gear Solid Delta and Silent Hill 2 coming Finally. out in 2024. Which Metal Gear or Silent Hill 2, I think, was supposed to come out last year. Like, I think its original date was for the end of last year, but it got moved, so... Anyway, I don't think we've heard anything else from Silent Hill other than that one trailer that came out. No, or Delta. They so Silent Hill two. They uh, Bloober team released like a statement that sounded like they were responding to somebody that was basically saying like, you know, uh, we know that everybody's very curious about what's going on, but we'd appreciate more time. Blah blah blah, and like you know, it was basically like asking for a delay. Or, like, telling you that the game's going to be delayed slightly. And it's like, okay. Right, well, like, I don't think anyone was complaining, but, like, yeah, it's fine. Right. Somebody was. Um, and then Metal Gear Solid Delta, I'm just, like, interested in. You know, I just want to yeah. see how that's handled. I'm very interested in that. That's going to, I mean, that's, yeah, it I'm, looks really great. And also, it's going to yeah. be Konami without Kojima. Right? Exactly. So, it's like, what is that life, what, what does that world look like? I, I imagine it's going to be a little weird. Like, I feel like it's going to be gonna, not perfect, but cool in many ways i'm assuming it's gonna feel like halo when 343 took it over and you're like this is halo but it's like too many rounded corners here i don't understand what's going <laughs> that's on that's an it apt comparison actually it feels yeah. off yeah so interesting. you can copy the code but can you copy the spirit the answer is no i only played five and halo? that was no <laughs> halo five <Metal> Gear. <laughs> and that was batshit five so yeah 
You're not going to get better than that. Five was That's what everybody says. I still have that. I should really Dude, have that game is exceptional. You never from a, you from a know. sandbox perspective, you would love that game because you could do such crazy stuff in it. It's like, it's I mean, nuts. I hear you can do crazy stuff in Tears of the Kingdom and I haven't picked that up. You know what I did beat yeah. and I totally forgot to mention it. Oh, what'd you beat? What'd you do? Spider-Man Hyrule Warriors <laughs> with oh. Alex. Hyrule Warriors? Before he left, yeah. The first one or the, uh, the... I know. Get out. <laughs> or the good one, the, or the Age of Calamity one? Or Age like, of Calamity. Yeah, oh, I beat that God. one too. It was cool. It was cool. That's old as shit. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. super old. And I found out that I was on the last level and I didn't beat the game. So then oh uh, him and I just kind of housed it. There you go. Anyway, beat, first game beat 2024. Good Baby, let's go. go. No, just play Resident Evil and Final Fantasy and then play Jedi Survivor. <laughs> oh, you know, I, Dead I, did Space not, and... I did not mention that before. I did my uh, beat it 2023 thing. What are you talking about? How many? How many games? How many? 44 games. <laughs> 44, 33 Platinums, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a game. Significantly. A little less than a game a week. Significantly less than uh, last year. Last yeah, I was going to say. Last year, I cleared 50. Yeah. So You definitely had more than at least one game a week. But great, But last year, I did a lot of compilations. So like... You oh, yeah, you did like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, there's yeah. like six games in that. Yeah. So it's like... And I counted all those separately. So 44, I think, is actually pretty decent. And for 33 Platinums in one year, that's like... That's not bad. I mean, there were a lot games. more bigger, more important games that came out this year. Yeah. That I'm assuming took up more time. There's 12 months in a year. 44 games. I mean, your hours were pretty similar both years. Yeah. I, I mean, to give you so, the further breakdown... I don't it was think you played any less. <laughs> 14 AAA games, 10 indies, and 20 retro games. Across 14 consoles. Nice. So. Dirty. Pretty cool. Keep it up, Justin. Dirty. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, Goddamn dirty. Okay. I think I played, I think I beat 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 12 games? Yeah. I think, nice. I think somewhere around there. Nice. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's what I was. It's a hot year. That's what, if I could ever do that, man, I'd be, I'd be feeling myself. Dude, look at you. Yeah. You're you're not How even two weeks into the year already. You've already you're already beating me with beating yeah. twenty twenty four. Oh, here it comes, guys. Um, the come up of Justin Chow. I could right. check actually. I How many games you beat? You write yeah. them down. Uh yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. See? All right, I'll start this right now too. Let's the, the gamer diary thing is fun. Ten. I beat ten ten games? games this year. Nice. Well, I write down all the games I play every year. Oh, there you go. So I played twelve, but yeah. I, I played eleven. But technically, I didn't beat the finals. But there's no real way to beat the finals. Yeah, so no. I, don't, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know how to include that one. Once you win one match, you've beaten the game. Yeah. So there you go. There's a handful of games we didn't that I win also. A match, though, so. There's a handful of games yeah. I also beat that I didn't count. Like I beat Mario Wonder, but like I'm on this last stage and I haven't like hundred percented it yet. So I'm not counting it until I hundred percent it. Which by the last like, I, I don't know if you've heard like the chatter about the last stage of mario wonder it is bullshit really it is so bullshit it's unbelievable that's all i have to say about that um damn all right yeah i kind of wish someone had gotten a physical copy of this because i don't feel like buying it yeah it's really very bar my switch it is good i stopped playing it obviously but yeah Anyway, <laughs> listeners, if you want to follow my journey of yeah, beating games, you can check it out uh, at Zero Skirbo on uh, Twitter. S K E R B O. It's called X. Anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, all right, next piece of news. So it's CES this week. Yep. And there were two pieces of relevant gaming news that I found out of CES so far. I'm sure there will be more to come. Uh, the first is that there's new colors coming out for the PS5 Slim. It's like a red and a blue and a like a. I don't know. They call it like earth tones. It's like a stone color, like a like a dark gray or something. Okay. Those, oh, I was gonna say the red and the blue are not new. 
The red, blue, and silver are not new. This is for the new console, like the Slim Slim one. But they're the same colors that they already announced. Yes, yes. Uh, Just available in a new Slim Slim format. Um, So there's that. And then the second thing, and probably the more interesting piece, is uh, there was a screening for... um, like basically the the beginning shots of a Gravity Rush movie. Oh, which is super weird. Gravity Rush is what they would choose to make a movie of, right? Like I honestly, I wish Alex was here because I know he played through the first game as well. And like the game is really cool and it's a very interesting concept. But like that game did not do awesome, and I feel like it's very very like culty when it comes to like who really cares about it like i think it has a very small but dedicated audience not movie worthy the game you know? is yeah, yeah right. but i mean i don't know sometimes i feel like that's better did you ever play gravity rush i did not you would have liked it I feel yeah like... isn't it first person no no that was not person. no yeah wow but yeah it was always in the realm of like i really should play that game but like the reviews were always mixed so i never ended up picking it up it always that was like a... yeah that's fairly why but i'm sure i would have liked it it's cool because it's... Because it looks like a game I would like to play. <laughs> it's very French, which you don't see very often. Yeah. I can I can count the number of like French titles on like one hand. But I feel like it's no indication that like I mean I wouldn't have expected Twisted Metal to make a good series, and True now that. it's very good. So True that. I I don't know when I look at Gravity Rush, I see novelty and a concept. Like I don't see yeah. a, really a story. I, I I would say like it feels more like yeah, the game a, was sho- like the story was shoehorned after the concept was you know delivered right. and they, like they I mean I think that's found, a totally fair assumption they found like some physical engine that they enjoyed and they were like this is kind of cool let's see what we can make out of it and then they called it gravity rush like yeah. that's what it, it was also a PS yeah. Vita launch title like it was meant to show the gyroscope and the touch screen and all this kind of stuff like yeah. to play it on the Vita like I beat it on the Vita and it was like man like I get what they were doing, but it was not super fun on that. Yeah. You know what the problem was? The whole game was controlled with gyroscope, right? Yeah. But it's like you're looking at the screen. Yeah. So if you're trying to aim and you're facing <clears throat> the screen away from you, it's just like not a good feeling, you know? Yeah. It's really funny you mentioned that because I feel like that's the the one thing that <laughs> that's the one thing if you're moving the screen around and it is like that's how you control. I think I was doing that on the Splatoon actually. Splatoon. On, on the Wii? Yeah. Or uh, Wii U? It might have, I don't know if it was Wii U or like the Switch. Or you're playing it in the Switch handheld mode. I think mode, I was yeah. playing handheld mode and I was like, I can't see what I'm shooting at. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. And yeah. They didn't solve for that. Uh, unless you move your entire body around, but then you look like a freaking goon. Yeah. It, on the airplane. <laughs> it's funny. So on, on the Vita, like the uh, Uncharted game that's on there, Golden Abyss, that handled Gyro very well because it was like, the gyro wasn't working until you pulled iron sights up on your gun and yeah. then you could like do fine movements yeah, like right. to get like headshots and stuff. And that totally worked and it made a lot of sense. Um, then you're just moving your wrists a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but when you're trying mm-hmm. to do like a 180, it's like yeah. you're literally turning the screen completely away from you. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, Gravity Rush Cardinal movie. Sin. We'll see what's going on with that. Yeah. It seems like Sony's really like leaning into movies more recently. Sony yeah. Pictures? Uh, yeah, well, like Gran Turismo and yeah, yeah. Uncharted and all that. So, okay, let's keep going. I'm trying to blend their uh, was fine. their babies together. Yeah. So, okay. The next one, the character of Abby has been casted in yes. The Last of Us Part Two officially. It's this person, Caitlin Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who she is. I also don't know who <laughs> you, she is. Neither of you have ever seen her in anything. Tell me something that she's been in. Booksmart? Nope. She was what very good at Booksmart. That even? Um, she was she in... looks like Ellie, dude. 
right? Yeah, she, it I seems remember, like straight up looks. Like, I know, like Ellie. When when like we first heard about the series, I was like, they should cast this girl. She looks just like Ellie. She Can I tell you, she sounds like Ellie. <laughs> like, <laughs> so so then then when they were like, let's cast her for Abby, I was like, she's Ellie. It's she like, was that's, the right. That's not she right. was the right choice for Ellie. I mean, I could also kind of see some resemblance. The thing is, she's got to get super ripped for this. She's role. a little yeah. girl. Sorry. I didn't mean that condescendingly. I just meant she's a petite woman. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun. But like the character of Abby, like I would say probably her most obvious, like when you look at Abby's silhouette, you know, like yeah. you, you ever hear this thing from Blizzard where it's like you could tell a lot about a character by just looking at like their silhouette. Like Abby's silhouette is a muscular woman. Like that's just what she is, you yeah. know. So hopefully this girl's on some kind of, you know, regimen to, to bulk up you know the I things that so. i've seen her and i saw her in book smart which was very good yeah um ticket to paradise which was a crappy rom-com rosalind she was actually pretty funny and it was like this uh take on romeo and juliet but told through the perspective of romeo's first girlfriend rosalind that he okay. says he's in love with and then leaves her for juliet <laughs> nice and um dope sick she was very good at dope sick. oh dope sick. that was a popular she, television program you didn't watch dope sick no, no. Oh. i heard it was good though <laughs> yeah dope sick is great yeah it's on netflix i think hulu okay. was it hulu but it's, it, a, yeah. it's a tv show right it's a tv show it's about drugs isn't it yeah it's about uh opioids oh, and okay. kids and in she high plays like kind of like i mm, Maybe not the main character. Well, one of the main characters mm. um, who, like, gets injured and goes on, mm. you know, boxing or whatever. Drugs, yeah. yeah. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, do you guys uh, watch Channel 5 on YouTube? No. Nope. Yeah, so he just... Oh, it. yeah. That guy that goes around and interviews people? Yeah. So he just did one on the streets of Philadelphia, and it's very good. It came out, like, yesterday. It's a very mm-hmm. good documentary. Would recommend. What's going on in Philadelphia? A lot of fucked up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so she, I mean, I think she, she's she got some, some like, uh, credits under her belt. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So she's got her bona fides. But again, it's like, the the only thing that I can focus on, I think much of the internet is focusing on now is the, uh, is like the, like the body type. Yeah. It's the yeah. aesthetic. It's like, Cause uh, yeah, it was such a, a very way. specific, uh, physique it's what made her like an imposing force you know what i mean it's like you look at abby and you're like this is somebody who's like handling themselves in the apocalypse you know what i mean like yeah it it was like uh very even though it shouldn't be like it was very sort of forward and you know forward thinking to have to create a female character that was not you know purely designed to be what a man's desired physical body type or like a stereotypical, you know, desirable physical know body type what, is. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was like, you don't see that that often. Yeah. And so it was nice to have that and to lose it. Like, well, that's what would I mean. It's like the character was such a, like, <sighs> it was such a moment that that happened. Would you call it very Hollywood <laughs> if that happened? No, just like, it would be disappointing. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's just that that character was very striking for those reasons. And I feel like the strength of that character's role in the world is inextricably tied to yeah. her body type. And I feel know? like and a lot of times like, you can, people have like certain ideas of like, you know, if their character doesn't look the way they want them to, it's this big problem. And a lot of times I feel like it's not particularly justified, but in this case, like that, 
body type is it's it feels like it's like part of her sort of personality and part yeah. of her character totally totally so we'll see. I mean, I hope they, uh, you know, I hope she does a good job. They obviously know what they're doing on that show. You know, they've they've made some very good casting calls so far. So. First season was good. Yeah. First season was good, good. enough. Is Ellie's character going to change? Actress? No. All right. Yeah, no. Damn. Ac- ac- I mean, she's actor. Ac- Actress. Actress. Uh, For Ellie? The, the actor who plays Ellie is non-binary. Oh, true. Oh, I see. Um, so... so I would assume actor. We shall see how it all pans out. I I do hope that it does very well. You know, it's funny. I was watching more Last of Us content mm-hmm. on X, and uh, <laughs> it sounds so weird. Yeah, um, we could just say Twitter. And uh, in fact, I'd appreciate. I saw, a new, <laughs> I saw a new trailer for the the roguelike mode. They were like advertising Joel as a playable character yeah. in the roguelike right. mode, and it kind of looks pretty cool. Like, really? I don't, I don't I've heard know. some good things. You know what I mean? It looks it looks like just raw gameplay and it's like i kind of often forget how good that gameplay loop is in last of us it's like very cinematic and all this kind of stuff like i don't know so just another reason that sounds kind of cool just another reason for that ps5 version seems pretty cool that does sound cool yeah 10 bucks i'm getting i'm getting more convinced to play it yeah yeah okay Last two. It won't bits be of so jarring this time. I feel like I'm more emotionally prepared. Yeah, right. To handle the story. There you, <laughs> go. There you go. Um, okay, so next, last two pieces of news. There is a Xbox Bethesda developer direct uh, scheduled for January 18th. So coming up. Yeah. So next week. Yeah. Next Friday. Or Eight something? days away. Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah. So because we're gonna do the podcast that day. What do you guys think is going to happen? Oh, mm. well, we are doing it on the day. Yeah, so we'll Thank have God. a oh, this is great. live update. This works out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, what do you think What do you think we're going to see on that? Do you think Bethesda has some explaining to do for how boring Starfield is? <laughs> it is actually fascinating. I think they're going to have an update for Starfield. I think they, they need to announce literally any good first-party thing that they're doing. I think they're, I think they're just going to announce, like, DLC or, or some sort of content update for Starfield. Hey, you can make more ships. Stuff. We enhance the ship builder. Right? Cool, guys. <laughs> it's an extra 150 pieces added to shipbuilding. <laughs> yeah, right? It's going to be something like that. It's gonna be now you can like walk that. for 15 minutes in one direction without running into anything. <laughs> there it is. We added a new planet. Good luck finding it. Yeah. yeah there's been there's around 9,000 active players on that game now. It is funny how fast Starfield kind of just faded. It like came out. Everybody was like, "Oh, here it is," and then everybody was like, "Oh, it's Bethesda. It's a Bethesda game." And then it just kind of got shrugged off at, off of everybody's plate, kind of immediately. Well, because it, it wasn't. I don't. I, I, I feel it, like it, it. It was getting some bad press before it came out, and then it was. You it know, had, it had too much people pressure were, on its shoulders. Overwhelmed. Yeah. When it came yeah, out, and right. then <laughs> it passed. It's also like I it think was overhyped. Xbox is also in a yeah. position to be like the console to I don't know. They they clearly need to make up ground. Mm. So I think because they're the underdog, people are extra critical on them. So that's like, of course, the first thing that somebody's going to do when they get Starfield on their hands is like find the walls, right? Because right? yeah. it's like if you're it's the it's the no man's sky thing. It's if you're telling us that you can do something or that something is this way, it's like they're going to try to find how you're lying about it you know yeah so i feel like that's that's where i think that early bad press came from i can agree with that um it's also just fascinating like yeah i feel like that was a marketing uh miss like their marketing strategy was not good i mean it's not like they necessarily lied it's just 
not the game that people were expecting, I suppose. It's just, and everything, nothing was as, as seamless as they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. The ship that was supposed to be the most like important piece, the thing that you're exploring the universe with is actually very much not necessary because you could just quick travel to to everything. So it's like, there's no point in adding an extra loading screen by going into your ship to then go fast travel somewhere. You can just go. So it's like, what's, and uh, I don't know it. There's some, maybe it's the systems. They didn't work coherently together enough, or maybe it's just that people are bored of Bethesda specific types, templated games. I think that there's an expectation with those types of games. And I think they just haven't evolved the formula enough, you know, but even then, it's still very similar. I feel like it falls victim to, I think sometimes players ask for something that they think they want and then when they get it it turns out they're sick of it but there's certain things I feel that like some games are I feel like this was that kind of game people are like oh this is gonna be so great like remember how much we loved these other games and how much nostalgia we have for them but if you play it if you play a new game with that level of like content or gameplay or whatever like you don't want to play that game you want to play something new progressive yeah but like in comparison to some of their other boring. some of their other previous games, I feel like there's something missing in this one specifically because either they made it too easy or too simple or too quick and it's like mm. because of this you lose like this actual feeling of exploration and you just feel like you're just doing tasks Going that don't make sense. Exactly. And it, it's like it it's probably it's a big pet peeve of mine games. It like was I'm probably, not here to just walk around and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but like the, sometimes the walking around like I compare it to like yeah, But walking around and doing nothing if like I'm not here to just get from point A to point B. Like I have to be either experiencing something or there has to be some sort of challenge. Like there has to be some reason I'm doing this. Yeah. I think I think there's a scope problem with that game. I think they just went too far. I think logically it's like, okay, well, what's the next step from whatever? It's like, oh, let's go to space because yeah. space is boundless and all this kind of stuff. But it's like the things that made Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim and stuff so interesting is that the world was big but it was also finite it was like you are in this fantasy world and everything about this world like fits in correctly whereas with space it's like it's space so it's like when you have a curated city i'm certain the city areas of those games look really awesome like these like built up civilizations probably look fucking cool but like to just then leave that to go somewhere else that's like a barren planet just I feel like that's too stark of a change right whereas when you're walking around Fallout it's like you go from one encampment and you literally are walking and you see another encampment on the horizon and then you get there and that has its own story and world and all this sort of stuff so with all the fast travel I think it creates this disconnect with like where where am I and why is this place important I agree that that's always kind of a problem with space I agree with the can be a problem with space sorry yeah I I agree with that like I definitely think that the the miss there is like and i can only compare it to i I haven't played really any of the fallout games except for like a little bit of new vegas but like skyrim is like i've spent out hundreds of hours in that game yeah like tons and like the best parts about skyrim were walking around and like i have this quest but then along the way i find this thing or this dungeon or this quest thing that takes my attention in some other way everything is always so like organic organic exactly but i would also compare space i mean like I would ex- I would compare how you could do space well and have this organic kind of like happen upon experience, and this game is nothing like Starfield, but right. like FTL, Faster Than Light, where you're wa- you're going from like one solar, you know, one, you know, I don't know, like 
solar system to another and then like as you're moving through these things like events are happening to you while you're exploring and moving from place to place given that's a very like stage oriented game i was gonna say you gotta think of the scope there like but like but even so like imagine if you had to travel from like Imagine if they forced, and like you could do this, and like I can see them doing this in Starfield, where they force you to get into the ship instead of fast traveling from one place to the next, and they force you from doing that and going into each individual like you know step to getting to these other places, and something happens to you along each of the ways, or maybe nothing happens. Like I feel like they could have drew that out a little bit longer to add in maybe almost ham fist a little bit more of these like feelings of like organic you know exploration like things are happening to you rather than like oh i have to go retrieve this thing from a guy on a moon two solar systems away so i'll just fast travel there and then come back so i can like hand in the quest like nothing happens in between i feel like there needs to be something a little bit more that makes the universe feel a little bit more like interesting otherwise it's just a vacant void of you just yeah well i'm saying like it needs to be more curated yeah. than just like infinite void of nothing. Well, that's what it is. And it's like we know that they're <laughs> yeah. capable of yeah. doing those things because those things happened in Skyrim and in Fallout and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And I think it's just because the scope is so wide that it's like to create those things in a way that are going to happen naturally. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, e- either way, I, I do agree where I think at this conference they're probably going to announce some kind of DLC for it. Uh, I don't know if there's another project that they're working on. Bethesda has other studios outside of, uh, what you call it, um, their main one yeah so like they've got like id right um, yeah and all this kind of stuff so maybe we'll see something from doom maybe we'll see something That'd from nice. uh, like arcane would be involved in that as well yeah so who yeah, we knows? haven't got any doing information in a while maybe something new about that blade game that could be a thing so it's made by uh, arcane lions or what have you they got it's zenimax funny. they got id they had arcane tango wow. gameworks tango yep what's zenimax doing there's just a lot of, I feel like they're, they're, Xbox is just in this weird position where I feel like there's so much expectation on them all the time to like make up for all this lost time. And it's like, I don't, did you guys see the sales numbers that came out for like PlayStation? Oh, but please tell me. No, so, so PlayStation <laughs> sent out a press release before the end of last year that said that they crossed the 50 million consoles wow. sold mark. And now, just to give you a point of comparison, the Xbox Series consoles combined, so all of them, X and Series S, have sold like a total cumulative of like 21 million. So That's terrible. I mean, PlayStation is beating them more than two to one. And it's like that, yeah. like the, the way that it's been slowing down has been pretty progressive. And it's like, in a way, the offering on Xbox has stayed the same, where it's like, it, get on and get Game Pass, and you get all this value and all that. But, like, it seems like the market is kind of moving towards, like, no, we'd rather be at the place that has, like, quality software, and we can just buy it. Like, right. like we don't care if it costs us money, because it's like, we know we're getting quality games, you know? Mm. So there's part of me that's like, it feels like because of this sort of like underdog status, Xbox is always in a position where it's like the next thing just has to blow everyone's minds. It has to, it has to not only get the few remaining new, new customers that haven't been eaten up by PlayStation already and got Mm -hmm. them integrated in that ecosystem, or it's got to be good enough to pull people away from PlayStation and onto Xbox. I don't know. It's like, it's just a weird proposition and it makes me feel like they're, they're not necessarily in a position to, have momentum swinging the opposite direction because in order to integrate with the Xbox ecosystem, it almost doesn't make sense to go there and buy a game. You should get on Game Pass. So maybe even from the subscription standpoint, people are like, maybe it's not, it's just not, that's not, maybe not the way they want to interact with 
games, you know? So who knows? Who knows? PlayStation 5 is at 50 million. Xbox is at 20. all combined 21 million. Correct. Okay. Do you know how much? I just looked up a bunch of like sales numbers for like the Switch. What do you think the Switch's sales numbers? They're at like 120 million or something. Yeah, crazy. They're at, it was like 150 or something like that. No, it was like it just like just over 100 million. Yeah. And then you look at the Wii U sales, which is surprising. Like Wii they're Wii. like 10 million. No, so they're no, also it was actually better than like, we think. Yeah. Wii U. Wii U. Or Wii. No, the Wii U sales to date. Uh, Definitely not 50 million. Probably like 20 million. Mm-mm. No, I, I, I thought it was more than this. Uh, it's only 13 million. Yeah. Surprisingly. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, what did I first say? I first said 10, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then the Wii sales in total, I mean, that's. That's well over 100 million. Yeah. Well, it, I don't think it was well. But anyway, long story short, well, though. I mean, isn't the PlayStation 2, wasn't that like 200 million or something? PlayStation 2 was the front runner for a very, very long time. Right. I think the only piece of hardware that ever beat that was the Nintendo DS, which is like something nuts. Like the DS is absolutely bonkers. Is that combined? <laughs> but that's also because yeah, it's combined with all of their different versions of the DS. Yeah, uh, or is it just so. the? I think the, the, just the original. I think DS. it combines light and regular, but like 3DS is a different console. So, mm, yeah, okay. I, I remember it being something absolutely insane. But anyway, the the point that I'm getting at is, uh, with this Xbox conference coming up. I'm not super excited about it because it's almost like I, I'm. You have no expectations. I have no expectations. I don't know what and, good can and, come out of it. And right. now, granted, I'm coming from the perspective of like I'm definitely in camp PlayStation now, like pretty firmly. Yes, like yeah, I'm you not have an Xbox. Exactly, I'm not opposed to going back to Xbox World, and I want to see something that's worth jumping back over there for. But I guess my my expectation is low. It's just like I I don't. I don't think that there's going to be something that's going to be that compelling that's going to pull me over until there is, right? So, you know, if they announce Perfect Dark at this one and Perfect Dark looks awesome, I'd be, like, super down. I think if you looked at, since I own my Xbox Series X, the game that I've played the most on it, I'm pretty sure it's the Xbox 360 Xbox Live Arcade version of Perfect Dark. Like, I think that's probably the game I played the most on it. That's hilarious. It runs phenomenally on the Xbox One. I don't know what we played on that. Or Series X. Ours. Maybe Halo? And we all played Hill Back for Blood. Back for Blood we played a lot of. Yeah. Back for Blood. Because it was on Game Pass. I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. That was janky. I have one it final was. piece of news for us. If we're ready to move on. Yep. All right. Last piece of news. Uh, this doesn't really mean much, but it's more of just like an interesting thing that we can theorize about. But uh, this guy okay. from GameIndustry.biz was doing an interview with, uh, or he was reporting on a undisclosed interview he had with Nintendo where he said that uh, one of the things that he extracted from the conversation they had is that Nintendo is considering outsourcing uh, the use of their IP to external developers. As in, like, they would let someone that's not Nintendo make a Mario game, etc. Interesting. Which is not unheard of for Nintendo. Uh, Capcom has historically made a few of the uh, Zelda games. So like uh, Link to the Past on GBA and Minish Cap were both made by Capcom. Um, but those are like that was side stuff. It's like not real. I would say yeah, it Minish, Minish Cap, Cap? Minish, Minish Cap, Cap I would counts. consider as a mainline what? Zelda game. Yeah, I mean, people like it, but like, it's not you wouldn't my consider Zelda. it's a mainline Zelda game. No, <laughs> Minish Cap. I would That's consider a it a mainline Zelda game, but it was also however long ago. Yeah, but there's things like that. There's like uh, how Platinum Games made Star Fox Zero. Maybe not a good example, but they yeah, did not do a that. great. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, there was uh, there's a couple of them. I feel like they this is like Starbucks. when Camelot made all of the uh, Mario, um, like Mario Golf and all these kinds of things. So these are technically people that are outside of the company that handle their IP. Mm. So I don't know. I think that would be a curious thing. You know, Nintendo is usually very protective of it. A, a recent example that we can uh, point to is Super Mario RPG. That was made by Square. So you know, and that was fucking great yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah it was also a remake yeah, yeah it was a remake I mean, like a successful... no, no no the original was made by Square yeah no but and I, then uh, the remake was made by uh, this actually Aspen, I think yeah. it's called Piazza Team that it was, was forever ago what's that that was forever ago no I'm saying the remake was made by not Nintendo yeah but it's a, it's a, it's a remake it's not like a new well I'm using it as a historical example of when Nintendo trusted their IP to a company that wasn't them and they made a good game yeah I'm just I that's a horse different color though than saying go make a new Kirby game with a brand new idea and whatever concept you decide. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, <laughs> then like go remake this existing game okay, that so we here, know is here's a, a good example. So like <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Brawl was made by Bandai Namco. Yeah. So like that's a thing. But I did not know that. Also yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That game sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't the best one. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, could yeah. say yeah, that for sure. It was fine. <laughs> um, it was fine. Well, technically, it was published by Bandai Namco. So, I mean, wasn't uh... that's why Pac-Man's in it? Oh, that makes sense. I suppose. Paku, Paku. But, yeah. All right. Paku, Paku. Mm. Anyway, so it's just an interesting thing. I'm not sure like who they would go to, but they, you know, Nintendo's in a winning position right now, so I feel like they can't really make too many bad moves. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good idea. I think maybe not. It honestly just kind of I feel like, like they're doing pretty well with most of their things right now. I feel like most of their stuff is where they want it to be, mm-hmm. and they're you know pretty tight with their IP, and I feel like they have like proven yeah. why that's necessary. <laughs> no, hearing about like okay, so weird tangent, you know? but here I'm going to come back to it. Hearing about like the end of like physical media and seeing like the Best Buy uh, shelves completely like empty of like any games yeah. is making me think of like the shifts in the gaming industry a little bit. And you telling me that like there's a possibility that a new Mario game is not going to be done by Nintendo or something along along that lines makes me think like what happens when Miyamoto decides to retire and like hand down the keys to somebody else? Will all Mario game shift? I mean, like I kind of am not okay yeah. with Mario's new voice. I don't know if anybody else has voiced this before, but like the new game, Mario, uh, which ball wonder, wonder is just, uh, it's like, I don't really like his new voice or Luigi's voice. And I don't like, I, I, am I just opposed to change? Maybe. I don't know. That was made by, <laughs> I'm not sure the, the, what are you trying to say? That was made by Nintendo. Yeah. So you weren't paying attention, but no, I was not. basically I was, I was saying like, <laughs> what happens when Miyamoto hands down the keys to somebody else? And like, imagine he retires, like, there's certain things about the new Mario that, I mean, I know it still has, you know, the Miyamoto, like, flair and magic to it. But, like, I don't know. Things are evolving in different ways that I'm not entirely sure yeah. I'm okay with. I mean, we I did just watch uh, yeah. The Boy and the Heron. Old curmudgeons. <laughs> I just watched The Boy and the Heron, and that was pretty depressing to know that that was the end. Yeah. Because he just, nobody else could do it. Yeah. Nobody else could be Miyazaki. Weird. It was him or nobody. Weird me- so weird they were like, okay. It's done. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about this later. I have lots of thoughts on that movie. I'm glad you watched yeah. it. Yeah. Just to give you some other context, some of the other non-Nintendo developed Nintendo games were Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. 
Those are both made completely externally by Game Freak. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 was made by Next Level Games. Kirby Super That's surprising. Yeah, Kirby Superstar Ultra was made by HAL Laboratory, which is a non-Nintendo-owned studio. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, those that's, studios have all worked on those IPs before. They're 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 second, uh, what you call it? They're second party, so like they're not owned by Nintendo, but Nintendo funds the game. You know, it's yeah. kind of like Bayonetta two. Earthbound was another game like that, uh, made by Ape. Fire Emblem Three Houses was made by Intelligent Systems. But I still look at like HAL Laboratories and Sakurai as like basically nintendo's yeah. son you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like i they mean are, i know that's just not, one of the many that but they're you just not owned up. by them and technically yeah. actually in that same realm uh super smash brothers ultimate is run is made by sora limited yeah not nintendo yeah but still know. sakurai well, nintendo. all I mean, i'm saying is the that guy. this fits the bill of people like nintendo trusting non-nintendo employees to make their games yeah i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, I do, I do, I do. That's what you know? I gotcha. So yeah, I, I think things of quality can come out from that. And then ultimately what that means sure. is more Nintendo IP related games will come out. You yeah. Know? Faster. Which would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. It know? would be nice. And I'd like there's them to so, take some more I feel risks. like there's only like one or two that comes out every year and you just have your Switch that sits on your shelf waiting for... That's, waiting for that's a juicy Mario or a Zelda game to come out. That's totally been my experience, and I I love those games. We like deeply. I really like those games, but but I would like four of them, five yeah. of them to come out here. You know, I have a suspicion that we're going to get the like information about the Switch successor this year. Like, I mean, the, there's been so many rumors. I feel like there's been rumors point. for a long time, but this will this will be what seven years since the there, Switch came out. Yeah, yeah. so it's like I've seen a lot that's, of things about like it supposedly will come out. So I feel like that's going to be pretty strong this year. And my hope, and I, this is a very personal thing, my hope is that alongside that will be the announcement of a new 3D Mario game that will release alongside of it. Because we haven't heard yeah. anything from 3D Mario yeah. in like yeah. forever. And I imagine that the... 2017, I think. Yeah. Well, uh, 2015. 2017 was when... Uh, was it 2017? Yeah. Two, 2016 was when the Switch came out. Okay. so then, yeah, 16 17. or 17? Switch came out in 16. Are you sure? No. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 17, but we'll look 17 at also Either sounds way, right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since Odyssey, yeah. and I imagine they would not announce a game and like just let it hang for a long time, especially like 3d mario is like as important if not more important than zelda zelda is probably more important now mm. after like in a post breath of the wild world in post breath of the wild world maybe you're yeah. right 17 how what how many <laughs> what new switches have come out recently i know the oled came out but that was like OLED three years out. ago it had to be you no know, four years it was ago really just the oled and just the oled everything was the just, extended just, battery life one the light and the oled and the yeah. light the light is that dead now People, is that, yeah, people still use that? Yeah. I mean, a lot of kids have that. Yeah. Mm. Like, a, a lot of parents are like, you know, they're both their kids want to switch. Instead of getting them a switch, they get them both. Yeah, my neighbor Remember, like, a switch. Remember yeah. when, they got, uh, when they made the, the 2DS? Yeah. Weird. I have a 2DS. I have two 2DSs. I've got the, I've got the, the brick 2DS that's just flat. That thing sucks. That's probably the worst thing. Device to hold in your hand, <laughs> terrible. With the um, cheese wedge, yeah. But the 2DS XL is amazing. Mm. It is amazing. It's like such a nice system. It's like exactly the right size. It feels great. It's like super light. I love that system. I miss my 3DS. That was a good system. I still have mine over there. I, I mean, I I found it recently, and it. Uh, 
I just get up once in a while. I play Picross on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. I love Picross. You ever play Picross? No, I've never played it. Picross is great. It's basically like three-dimensional Sudoku. It's awesome. Love mm. it. And you draw little pictures. I just remember Brain Age and like being greeted by uh, Awada and being like, you should take shower, uh, hot showers in the morning and get your blood pumping. These games are not the same at all. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just thinking about Picross games. Picross is actually a puzzle game. If you're on a puzzle game uh, kick, open the Game Boy app on NSO and play Mario Picross. It's a great game. Okay. Great game. I'll look into it. It's very simple. Fast. You got to be smart. Count numbers. Cool. It's cool. So those are all the news post or the news stories that were of any relevance this week. I guess we went for a little bit longer than I would have assumed. Yeah. In a fairly light hour and a half. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. We'll mm-hmm. be back next week with more game news, things to discuss. Uh, probably this Xbox conference. You know, we'll see what's going on there. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's what we've got for now. Man, I hope something comes out of that Xbox conference. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Weirdly <laughs> enough, I'm like just the little like an inkling of excited to see what it is because my expectations are so low. Mm. Like anything mm. can come out, and I'll probably be like. Oh, that came out. The right. two things that I would care about are Perfect Dark and that game Avowed. Those Avowed. Are, those are probably the only two that I would have any real interest in. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Wait, didn't they do something with Avowed and it looked way different? Uh, it no. sounds familiar, man. That does not sound familiar. Avowed. That's what the hand magic and stuff. It was a hand magic game. Hand magic. I don't know. Aww. I'm remembering something incorrectly. I don't think. I don't think I remember anything coming out. <laughs> that makes me. People miss also Alex. ask hand first magic. thing. Hand magic. <laughs> first thing on Google. People also ask: Is Avowed ever coming out? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Expect to launch in 2024. Not a good sign. This is, this is what happens when they announce a hundred things and then nothing comes out. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I right. kind. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't look forward to these conferences because I feel like. Let's They're just build up so those expectations again. Desperate to try to make shareholders happy that they overextend themselves in announcements, and that's a big mistake. Yeah, and then it, everything sucks. <laughs> it is a mistake. It you know what we mistake. need? We need more crunch. I think more crunch. I'm just joking. No, that would <laughs> that, is not the that would improve the we industry. We need to announce sure. things later and with better expectations. We need to slow down the release dates so I can catch up. Yes. <laughs> Slow down the re- releases, please. Dude, you got a lot of time. Nothing's coming out. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's coming out in the next couple of months. You have three weeks until Persona. That's, That's a lot of time. Too much pressure. I'm just going to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> you could beat Resident Evil easy in three weeks. Yeah, that's true. Though. You could beat, beat Resident Evil week. in one week. Yeah. In one week, you could beat that game. Okay. And it would be a very worthwhile I think it experience. took me maybe like a week and a half. Maybe. Okay. I'm pretty right. sure I was like, yeah, I started playing Resident Evil. And I think by the next podcast, I was like, I finished Resident Evil. <laughs> I think my speed run of that game was like three hours. Wow. It can be short. It won't be. <laughs> but Because you're going to be. like it. You're going to want to go exploring. Yeah. That's right. That's the worst part. Liking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. You're going right, to like y'all. it. We will see you all next week. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Crit Rate Podcast. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Justin. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.